Hello, Metro Baptist Church. It was so good to be here again. And when I came into this building, I already met a few familiar faces. Uh, Brother Noel and Brother Kennedy and Mr. and Mrs. Odom and probably some other people that I already know. And I really thank God for uh, many people still serve the Lord in the same church together with Pastor and Mrs. Mackay. I was so thankful. And, and I was so uh, touched by the test, salvation testament of the brother. I forgot his name. And I just so thankful because um, well, God is still working so hard in all over the world and drawing people who who wants to know God, who, who, who feel empty. Maybe they may not know why they feel empty, but I, I, I believe that God created some kind of a vacuum in our hearts that only can be filled by God. So I, was, I just uh, cried a little. <laughs> so thankful that God is still working on some people all over the world. And I just thought um, I also want to be a part of that, you know, God's ministry. And thank you so much, brother, for your salvation testimony. It just brought me a reminder that why we should be, why we are still on this earth and why we are serving the Lord and so thankful. And give me some time working this computer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's turn to uh, Book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 3. When, when I was here in, uh, years ago, you guys met in a uh, uh, community center at, in, on Asmund Street, I think. Yeah, and it was good, and now it seems like a very comfortable place to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> please make sure, open your eyes, and <laughs> pay attention. Yeah, I, I entitled my message today, uh, Keys to God's Blessings. Uh, to begin, uh, before we begin, uh, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together here. We are um, so thirsty for your words. Lord, uh, please be with us today and open our hearts so that we can listen to your words and so that you can transform us into your uh, beautiful image. Uh, please use me, Lord, as your servant to bring your lively words to everyone's ears and hearts. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, Proverbs chapter 3, 1 says, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. 
full length of days and loving long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and learn lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Um, I wonder if there's anybody who does not pursue blessings upon their lives. We Christians also covet covet God's blessings upon us, upon our children. So I think today's message is truly significant because it is the very passage that clearly reveals the keys to receiving God's blessings. So if you are some people like says, I truly need God's blessings upon my life. I seriously covet that God will bless my children abundantly. So to those, wish, to those who wish for the same, I urge you to pay close attention to today's message. Who knows? Could it be that God will use today's message as a catalyst to transform your life so that you can receive God's blessings in your life? So uh, let's explore the first keys, key to receiving blessings. In verse 1, the Bible says, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. And in verse 3, let not Mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So I believe that the first key to God's blessing is God blesses the one who draws near to his word. Here uh, in verse 3, let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, so together with verse 1 and 2, the mercy and truth also indicates the law in verse 1 and 2, law and commandments. So God here says, forget, don't forget my words. Let your heart keep my words. For length of days, long life, peace shall they add to thee. And then let not my words forsake thee. Bind them, bind my words about your neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So, here God says that don't forget my commandments. You always have to be near my words. Let your heart keep my commandments. Don't let them forsake you. Don't let you forsake them, and don't make them forsake you, and bind them on your neck. I think... This is kind of figurative way of speaking. Always read your words, meditate your words, and be with the words. 
So by reading, meditating, praying through the words, we have to be near God's words. Then what? Then here, God gives a, give us a basic principle uh, or the following blessings according to today's text. We find here in verse 1 and 1 through 3, there are four blessings here. First one is in verse 2, for length of days and long life. This is well-known representative of blessings. Everybody covets long life. Is it true? Well, I, I heard many um, comments in my uh, Korean TV or Netflix series that, well, this life is cursed. I want to save, I want to be saved from this cursed life. It seems like uh, this kind of uh, mentality or sayings are quite popular today's world. I'm not sure if you bought it into your system, but nevertheless, length of days and long life with good health with the Lord is a truly blessing, I believe. And the second blessing was peace. This peace, uh, the Hebrew term is shalom. You may have heard the term shalom. It is defined in a dictionary. It says peace, prosperity, which means being rich. Wealth, health, so, and completeness, safety. So I think this shalom word is a big range of meanings. So it, it, it seems like many uh, uh, Pentecostals, charismatic people, covet. Healthy, wealthy, demon-free. So peace, prosperity, health, completeness. I believe um, if you want your children to live away from sorrow and peace, to live abundantly and in good health with a fulfilling and complete life and to live safely. So if you want this, I believe that you also covet, you also seek this shalom in your life. I believe even those who do not believe in God, they also want this, shalom. Peaceful life, away from world, healthy, prosperity. I believe this one is every, what everybody uh, covets. But here God says, to those who draw near to the words of God, he is promising this shalom. I believe that that's why uh, the Jewish people, they're, um, when they meet or then they depart from each other, they say shalom, like hello and goodbye, just like hello and goodbye. The third one, third one is favor. In verse uh, three, uh, in verse four, so shalt thou find favor 
and good understanding. So third blessing is favor. I looked up this word in the Bible, and I found out that uh, about 70 times occur this word favor, chen, in our Bible, and 20 times out of 70, it was translated as favor, and then 30 out, 38 times out of 70, it was translated as, as grace. So it sometimes translates grace, sometimes favor. And this is the same word that is found in Genesis 6.8. In Genesis 6.8 says, but Noah found grace, the same word. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So um, its working definition is to be loved. Its image is a cute child, loved and endeared, cherished by its uh, parents. Not distasteful, not obnoxious. So this is uh, the image of this word. In Korean, uh, actually I preached this message before, and in Korean, which I said, we call it mipsang. Do you, do you know about that word, mipsang? When someone is mipsang, he's so obnoxious. Everybody hates him. Everyone, everyone he's so uh, obnoxious, so, well, I, I don't want to be connected with him. I don't want to help him. Okay, just, uh, that, that thing is mipsang, and this is the very opposite word of that word. So, so endeared, uh, loved by God because God was so pleasant, so pleased by Noah because all everybody else is going different way from the from God, but only Noah was in his way. So he found grace. He was so endeared. He was so loved by God. So this is the another blessing that God promises us. And then, the fourth blessing is in verse 4. So shalt thou find favor, third blessing, and then good understanding in the sight of God. Good understanding is another blessing. Do you know why? What is, what is the benefit if you have a good understanding? Um, you must have met a person who... Like, when you see the person, you say, I really don't understand him. I, I, I really don't understand him why he's doing so, why, why he's saying so. I really don't understand him. When you say this, you don't have a good understanding because you are not understanding him, why he's doing so. You see what I mean? How can he say such a word? When you say this, you need really good understanding because you don't understand him then you will be frustrated. When you understand him, it will be easy to find yourself praying for him. Well, I don't agree with him, but I understand him, why he's doing so, why he's saying so. He needs really God. Well, he may be a saved man, but he lives a separated life with his life. So, 
with this understanding, you will escape from hating him. Because we all know we have to love them. But it is really difficult, I think almost impossible, to love somebody. So I think this is really a blessing. If you have good understanding, you'll be easy to find, for you, find yourself praying for him. So these are four blessings I think you guys want. Is that correct? Then, what, you sh- what should you do? You have to draw near God's words. You have to love God's words. I believe this is not a very surprising solution. You all know this. We have to love our word, our word of God. We have to read the Bible every day. We have to pray every day. Who, who, does, who does not know it? And also, this is very natural, natural, um, what I say, natural thing for Christians who are born again. I mean, if you read Bible, you may not be very, um, you may not be rewarded a lot because you did such a great, great thing. You read Bible? Wow. I'll give you $10,000. Nobody will do it. We all know it. We have to do it. It's our responsibility. It's our joy. But you know what? Our God is so good, so he sometimes rewards people who do very natural things. Like you, you reward your children because they drew some very ugly pictures. You just love it because that's what you know, your children did. And you love it because you know, they, they are supposed to obey you, but when they obey, you are so pleased, isn't it? So I urge you today, at least today and with this, within this week, you open your Bible and, and take off some dust, read, meditate, Memorize and choose, choose to be blessed by God, by drawing near God's words. And second, second uh, key to blessing is in verse 5. God says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. So second key is, when you depend on not you, but the Lord, God will bless you. When you depend on not you, but Lord. You probably will remember the event that where Adam and Eve ate from the trees of the knowledge of good and evil. One of the consequences of eating from it was gaining the knowledge of good and evil. But knowing good and evil and becoming wiser, isn't that a good thing? But why was it considered a curse? I think it was a curse because even though they gained the knowledge of good and evil, 
their ability to choose good was impaired. For example, they know they shouldn't indulge in alcohol, tobacco, or drugs, but lack the ability to quit. You know why? Because they make you feel so good. They know they should love others in the church, but they find it very difficult to love them because they are so weird. They seem like a different breed. But you know what? That's why Apostle Paul confesses the following. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. So we are delighted when we, we read, you should love your wife, you should love your husband, you should love brothers and sisters in the Lord. We, we are delighted. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of his death? This, I believe, this is the confession of a saved man who tried to do good by himself. You know, trying to do good is a good thing. But God wants us to know that we are, we are um, impaired, weakened. So we need Holy Spirit um, strengthening our inner nature so that we can choose to follow his will. So, we all know which one is good, which one is evil. In my country, uh, there was a book published which, which title was, I learned all I need to know when I was in the kindergarten. That was the title of the book. It seems like we all know what, what is good and what is not good. But we have impaired ability to choose good. Sometimes, actually many times, we do not even want to follow God's will because that makes us feel so hard and sinful desire makes us feel so good. So the same man who saw this thing working or warring each other in, his, in himself he confessed, oh, wretched man I am. That's why to those people who experienced the same struggle, same inability, impaired ability, God gives this um, words of blessing. Lean not unto thine understanding. Lean on me. You need me to do good. So you can't do it. Don't depend on yourself. Don't think if you decide. The reason why I do not do this because I did not decide. It is partially correct, I think. You just need me. You need to lean on me. I will help you to choose good. 
That's why in Romans chapter 8, in verse 1, he said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So God keeps telling us, you just trust me, depend on me. You need me to do good, which is written in the Bible. Walk with the Spirit. Don't trust yourself. To those people, God's blessing should come according to his Bible. So please pray. Lord, I already tasted many fruits of my flesh. I'm sick and tired of it. I don't want to eat it again. Lord, I want to depend on you. It is so hard to depend on you, actually, because I, I, depended, I depended on myself all my life. So I think it is a new thing, new thing to learn how to lean on God's word, how to lean on Holy Spirit in, inside us. So just, just pray, Lord, I want to lean on you. I want to learn to lean on you. Lord, I don't want to depend on me. I know I'm weak. I, I want to lean on your, your power. Lord, please let me know how to do it. I really want to do it. Please let me know. Please help me. I believe God will abundantly answer your prayer. So, and the last thing, last key to God's blessing is this. God blesses those who acknowledge him on all their ways. In verse 6, God says, In all thy ways, acknowledge him. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. You know, this, in all your ways, acknowledge him. This sentence itself is not very difficult to understand. But in practicality, everyday life, what is it? How, how can you acknowledge him in all your ways? What? What, we, what is the image when you see this word? In all thy ways, acknowledge him. How? What is it like? I think... I meditated upon this word, and God gave this image. When you feel down because of your boss at work, you want to know what God, what God wants me to from this situation. That is him who acknowledges him in all his ways. Is God allowing these circumstances for a reason? In your everyday life, I mean, in your image of your every life, do you have a God somewhere? Or he is taken out of that picture? You want to know God wants to me to learn from the situation instead of just complaining about my boss, just like most people do. You know, back-talking is so sweet. I want to understand the lessons behind it, Lord. I want to acknowledge you in all my ways. 
That's why God said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. I had a big argument with my wife. She's always so mean. Not my wife. I just, you know, <laughs> give me an illustration. <laughs> I had a big fight with my wife. At times like this, I wonder what God wants me to learn from this situation. If you are the person who acknowledges him in all your ways. Is God allowing these circumstances for a reason? Normally, people tend to think that situation occurred because something wrong on my wife's part. If she is corrected some way, we can have a peaceful life. I felt really upset by something, some remark someone made to me. I'm even getting angry about it at home. At times like this, the person who acknowledges him in all his ways, he asks, how can one acknowledge that person in all their ways? I wonder that God wants me to learn from this situation. Lord, what do you want to correct me in this situation? God loves me so much, he wants to correct me. When I said this to my uh, congregation, one of them said, what about her? Doesn't he love her? And I told them, yeah, he loves her. He will give her some opportunity to look, look into herself and find, I mean, acknowledge him all her ways. But he will take care of her herself because he loves her. Now, just focus on yourself. God loves you, so he will give some occasion to acknowledge him in some ways, in some unpleasant ways. That's why the Bible said, Romans chapter 8, 28, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called, which means saved, who are saved according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate not to heaven, but to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So he is kind of carving us into his image by allowing some bad situations in our lives. That's why I think nowadays um, it is an era where people don't take responsibility for their choices. It's unfair. It's he, because of him, I had no choice but to do this. This is, you know, remarks made every day by many people. Would you find them, I mean, in this era, someone who acknowledges God in all their ways, if someone is like you, would God find them admirable for acknowledging him in all their ways? I mean, this era, in this, you know, today's world, many people, you know, 
I just had no choice. Well, you had choice, actually. But I had no choice but to do this. He made me do it. So there are not many people, I think, who acknowledge him or their ways, even among Christians. But, I mean, if you, if you are found as that kind of man, taking responsibility, acknowledging him in all ways, if you were God, I know you are not God, but if you were God, would God be very pleased to find such people in this world? I believe he would have been very pleased to find some people, some Christians who acknowledge God in all their ways and covet his blessing. I want every single member of Metro Baptist Church to be found like this person and blessed by our God. So there were three three keys to God's blessings. God blesses the one who draws near to his word. I urge you today to decide to become closer to God's word. If you somehow stopped reading your Bible, if somehow stopped praying even one minute in your everyday life, please decide again with Lord's help to do it again. The second one, second key to blessing is when you depend on not you, but God, God will bless you. That's the promise of the John and Proverbs 3.5. And then third, third key to blessing was God blesses those who acknowledge him all their ways. We do not like many situations that we got into. But somehow, Lord may have a plan. We don't know. We all want wealthy, healthy, demon-free. But God says he is carving us into his image and looking for some people who try to know him, acknowledge him in all his ways. May God bless you. We pray. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I really thank, thank you for the members of this Metro Baptist Church. They have been here um, so many years, and you still love them, you still keep them, and you still walk with them, and you still save them through this church. Lord, um, you know every situation they are now facing. They must have many problems, must have many um, prayer requests. Lord, please with them and answer to their requests, to their prayers, and bless them. And let everybody here to decide, draw near to God's word, and depend on him and love the Lord and walk with the Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.